Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. This show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dozinski. The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody. I'm live. Hopefully you heard that. So, working on the audio aspects. Welcome. This is Detroit's love guru, Greg Tuzinski, a.k.a. what's another one? Master. You can check me out live on Facebook. You can see my mug, ugly mug, right? Give me all props. No nipples again tonight. I want to say, oh, wow, we already got followers going on. Welcome, Vicki Lee. Welcome. Oh, my God, there's a bunch of people out there, and I don't want to, like I said, give them a shout-out. Uh, without their permission to give me their name. So welcome, everybody out there. Um, this is Start of Relationships radio show. I hate stealing, um, what do I want to say? I hate stealing information or borrow, borrowing information from somebody. But a friend of mine and former student of mine uh, talked about, I guess, yeah, I'll give him props. Steve Harvey was talking about, about, would you tell, and we're going to get more into those elements a little bit. Oop, there we go. Hey, Tommy, welcome. We're going to get into those elements about would you tell. Now, if you happen to catch, you know, a friend of yours, um, maybe best friend, relative, whatever, and they were sort of getting uh, flirty and maybe a little bit over flirty, kissing, whatever, would you be able to, or should you tell your best friend, your relative, hey, you know what, I caught your wife with this other guy uh, smoozing, uh, sort of, you know, snuggling up, being uh, flirtatious, being sexual, a little flirty, little (laughs) ass-grabbing. Would you tell that person that, you know, you saw her husband, her boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, would you tell them or would you just say, you know what, none of my business and you'd keep it, you know what, keep it to yourself and say, you know what, I'm not saying shit, (laughs) okay, Um, I'm not doing anything, I'm going to mind my own business and would you be able to sleep at night or would you have the ooh, the ants, the angst inside of you, where you need to tell. You know, I got you. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't. <laughs> I need to sleep at night, so I'm gonna go ahead and um, no, oh, 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 right. I'm gonna keep it to myself. I'm gonna take my freaking um, Xanax, my uh, Restaurant, uh, you know, whatever, to try to sleep at night, or Benadryl to help me get to sleep. But what would, would you tell? Would you be able to tell somebody, or would you want to keep it to yourself? I'm going to flip that around a little bit as well. And I want you to, you know, if you were in that person's shoes, say, you were, it was your husband, your wife, girlfriend, whatever, significant other, would you want to, would you want to (laughs) know, would you want to know 
they're potentially cheating on you, or would you say, you know what, out of sight, out of mind, I'm going to go ahead and not do, you know, I don't want to know. <laughs> Plug your ears, the old scenario, you know, I got headphones on, you're looking, nah, 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 <laughs> I don't want to hear. Um, would would you want to know? I want to hear your comments. I want to see them on Facebook. Uh, and also, if you're listening on the Spreaker app, as usual, I started doing the Facebook Live aspect. Yeah, this is actually third week in a row, which is cool. So hopefully it works. Hopefully the feed comes across very smoothly. Very, The audio is good. Okay, my voice sucks. I get that. But other than that, I want you to be able to, you know, hear crisp and clear what's going on. And always, do you give me a call, 313-614-9498. I'd love to hear. Maybe you were in this situation a while ago. Um, you know, were you in this situation a while ago? And, you know, maybe it happened to you. I want to hear from you. Like, again, all the information you, you know, tell us or on, you know, on the phone and so forth, I want you to be able to, you know, be rest assured that you're anonymous and it's going to be private, okay? Your name's not going to get thrown out there unless you give me permission to do so, okay? We got, oh my God, it's awesome. We got a lively group going already on Facebook, and I love it. And hey, James, welcome. Um, you mentioned, okay, I asked the question, you know, the person I caught, what's going on, to see if it's a potential long-term problem or something, I may be able to help them through, depending on their wishes and the current relationship. And, oh, I know, if I know James very well, he writes a book. (laughs) (laughs) He writes a book. So I'm going to have to go try to check the rest of that out on the desktop. Actually, when you see me look away from, hi, look away from the screen on on the Facebook live feed, I'm trying to check out the computer as well. So I'm not trying to ignore everybody out there. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, you know, he James mentioned he would go, he would go, you know, ask what's going on, depending on current. Re- I know it sounds bad, but the only thing really worse than a one night stand, ooh, due to shortcomings elsewhere, is the common tendency to assume the only solution is to end the relationship. James. You've been following the show for, God, a long time and many, many uh, props to you out there. And you look at um, the situation. You know, you're a very wise individual as well. And you're right. You know, it doesn't have to end a relationship. And a lot of the couples I see in my office are... People know this. I've said, you know, 85% of the couples I see, oop, don't lose the Facebook thing. There we go. Thanks. Um, 85% are enduring in an affair. Sometimes in an affair can strengthen a relationship, believe it or not. It can make it more closer, more open, um, more real, more genuine feelings come back. I don't recommend it. But you look at, yeah, you want to know what's going on first. A lot of people might assume one situation, okay? And that situation, you need to, you know what? Like Vicky mentioned on the Facebook aspect. And join in. Join in questions. I'd love to hear your feedback, feedback, <laughs> your feedback on the Facebook, you know, underneath the live feed on the video. I'd love to hear... Um, you know, your thoughts on this and what you tell. And Vicky mentions, you know, put yourself in the shoes of them first. Would you want to know? This is a very individualized aspect. And, you know, I, would you want to know if this happened to you and your, say, girlfriend, wife, boyfriend, whatever, that they were screwing around or potentially screwing around on you, would you want to know? 
And it's the old scenario. How many people out there you look at, you know, the person getting cheated on or getting screwed over is the last to know. And would you want to be playing the fool or ooh, would you want to know, right? Some people don't want to know. Out of sight, out of mind. And... Would you want to know? I don't know. I want to hear your questions. Be brave. Give me a call. 313-614-9498. And again, go on Facebook Live. And I'd love to hear, you know, how you would handle a situation, you know. One of those, you know, would you tell? I look at this. Hey, Tony. Welcome. Actually, uh... Tony, you're the one I got this uh, information from or this idea from um, on Facebook. So I appreciate it from, yeah, we stole it from Steve Harvey, um, show whatever. And, you know, in that situation, it's difficult. It's a very, you know, I'm going to mind my own business. I don't know what's going on. Or you have the gut instinct that, you know, maybe your gut, maybe your heart, they're pulling in different directions, and you're looking at, you know what? Ooh, that's your own business. I'm gonna say peace out, and I'm not gonna want to handle, you know, let them deal with it. You know, I don't even want to know. And then what happens when you end up maybe at a party, uh, talking to that relative, neighbor, um, best friend again, and you're like, oh crap, oh crap, I hope I don't slip. Should I bring it up? Should I bring it up? <laughs> it's, it's very, very difficult, and it's not an easy situation. Not at all. And is there a right or wrong situation? A lot of people, you know, especially black and white thinkers out there, they're either right or wrong. This is a delicate balance, right? And because maybe how you would handle a situation or how you would want to deal with the situation might not be how other people want to deal with it. They might be totally different from you. And going back to Vicky's comment on Facebook, you know, you need to put yourself in their shoes and look at, you know what, because you would want to know, that doesn't mean everybody else wants to know as well right? So it's a very, very delicate situation. It's an awkward situation to be in. Um, Not only that, to put yourself, you know, put yourself into. And maybe your best friend, you're like, don't tell anything. Don't tell anything. I'm going to tell. I promise. I'm going to tell this person, you know, what's going on. I'm not happy. Whatever's going on. But what if they don't? Ooh. It is, ooh, another individual mentioned, depends on the state of the relationship. People from the outside looking in don't always know what's going on on the inside. Vicki, very, very true. That is, oh my God, very, very true. I have a general rule of thumb. Don't interfere in other people's relationships, okay? Um, and I agree, it's very, very it's sexy, okay? Um, And we look at the situation. I want to know that it it is, you know, you don't put yourself in other people's relationships. A lot of comments going back and forth. I'm sorry, I'm reading a text, whatever. Um, And you look at the dynamics to where, what I want to say, I get so many couples in here that people, you're right, you don't know what is going on inside of someone else's relationship. You might have a friend that tells you what's going on. That's only one perspective, people. That is not just, you know, that's not the whole story. And people following the radio show for a long time that uh, they know. I've I, I've said this. There's so many couples I deal with that, you know, Greg, we have a great relation. You know, everyone thinks we have a dynamic relationship. You know what? That we have, we have the epitome of what a marriage should be. Our kids, our kids' friends, our family, her family, my family, neighbors, friends. They all think we have this ideal marriage. And they're 
They're in my office seeking help. And Vicki, you made a very, very good situation, okay, that um, you look at, you know, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. So is it going to cause more problems for that relationship or is it going to help that relationship? And you don't know. You know what? You you don't know. Um, hey, Debbie, welcome. Uh, on your comment on Facebook, too. Mention that um, I recently posted da, 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 mutual friends plus Tinder plus married shaking my head. What people need to realize is that you don't know what the relationship status is. Many are in open marriages relationships, and that's true. You don't know what's going on. And sometimes they want to keep that private to themselves. And that's, it's, I'm telling you, it's a delicate situation. I work with, you know, couples, people know this, I'm repeat myself, work with couples that are in open relationships or marriages and that are swingers as well. Like I said, that's not, that's not for me. I'm not, I'm one-on-one, um, because I work with them doesn't mean I practice. Oh, my chair. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but that doesn't mean um, I practice that too. But I work with a lot of situations that you don't know. You don't know if they're, you know, swingers or in the lifestyle might have different bound. You know, we're not going to go to a party. We're not going to do this without each other that... Um, you know, the open marriage or relationship, that's maybe a little different off the, you know, off the wall type aspect where, you know, I don't want to hear about it. Did you have fun? Did you whatever? You know, where swinging tends to be more, I don't want to say restrictive, tends to have more boundaries in place. We're not going to be with anyone without the other person type thing. So that dynamic would be a little bit different. Like Debbie mentioned that, the situation is that um, you don't know, and it's a delicate situation. Again, I keep repeating myself, sound like a broken record. I'm trying to respond to text messages, um, everything else, so that's why I'm all distracted too much. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I want to welcome Tommy here. Um, if you're listening, Tommy, welcome. Uh, Tommy Morris. Uh, owner of Detroit City TV, DetroitCity.TV. As I mentioned last show, we're going to be doing a streaming TV show, probably not too different from doing the Facebook Live aspect, um, but make sure to check it out, DetroitCity.TV. And it's going to be easier for me to text or to say this, Tommy, so hopefully you're listening. Um, I can't leave... Um, the camera live when I do a break because with Facebook Live, unless they changed it, um, and to the new listeners out there, or people viewing me, my ugly mug, <laughs> that um, give you Facebook only gives you thirty minutes live, um, and then you have to reboot. So I would love to do a continuous stream live, but with Facebook's uh, restrictions. I have to do, I have to stop the feed and then redo it again, um, like a part two. I've been doing that the last three weeks, and I'm trying to find a way to sort of bypass that where people don't have to log or, you know, sort of pick up on the second feed again. So, Tommy, I would love to be able to leave that on, but unfortunately, unless I find, and I'm looking at other mechanisms too. Um, that I have in the works, so I don't, I can avoid that. But at um, the Facebook aspect, that's why, Tommy, give you heads up. I got your text, you know, I can't leave it on. I have to reboot the Facebook Live uh, on the tablet, or I'm using the tablet now. Peace, people, to where that is a situation. Um, at all, okay? So that's reason. Vicki, yeah, I love doing this on Facebook. So easy, and we can see you versus just hearing you. Vicki, um, uh-oh. <laughs> Vicki, I don't know if that's a good thing people can see me or not. 
Yeah, I have uh, coffee in there. There's no booze in that, okay? Um, so, you know, when we look at those dynamics, it's very delicate situation. Should you tell? Should you not tell? I'm all for addressing that individual and asking, hey, you know what? What's, you know, what's going on? What James mentioned um, on the Facebook aspect, and I'd love, you know, everybody to join them too, is that, you know, would you be able to, um, you know, would you be able to keep your mouth shut? Should you keep your mouth shut? Uh, it's, again, it's not a very easy situation. My question, I, I would go with James' advice, is I would address that person and say, hey, what's going on? And, you know, it's not a cool thing. It's not a situation. And there's been situations where people force, you know what, you tell that person or I will. Um, is that right? Is that wrong? And I've been, oh, my God, numerous couples in my office that have work, you know, been working with, they've been given that ultimatum by a friend um, a relative, whatever, that sort of caught them and wondering what's going on, and they'll give them that ultimatum. You need to tell, or I will. Is that a? It's a delicate, <laughs> delicate situation. Okay, and people been following me for a long time. I know I'm not into cheating. I don't condone it. I don't excuse it. Uh, not at all. But I look at the situation to where, you know what, what caused it, again, to heal the situation. And maybe you can say, you know what, that's not cool. You need to say you're not happy in a relationship and work on that. Do you need to disclose that? You leave that up to the couple, okay? I think it's better to be safe than sorry. I don't want anyone to be the fool, and that's where... The, the dynamic sort of twists and turns big time to where, you know what, would you want to be played as the fool? Would I want to be played? Like I said earlier in the show, um, I would not want to be the fool. I would not want to be the last to know. I'm pretty insightful, pretty clued in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like I said, I'm, not, I'm definitely not, not perfect at all. Uh, hell no. And you look at that, you know what, am I going to be paying attention to what's going on in the relationship? Hell to the yes, you know. Is there distancing? Is there, you know what, maybe she never went to the gym. Now she's going to the gym again, which, you know, I'm all for, no big deal. But it's like, man, she hates the gym and all this stuff. And all of a sudden she's doing this, fixing her hair different. And it is, ooh, it is very difficult. Uh, Vicki, you mentioned, yeah, nobody wants to be made a fool of. However, circumstances are unknown. You're right. They are unknown in the relationship and in the situation. Also, something to consider. Is this a habitual situation behavior? And is the other person in the dark and being made a fool of? Um, it, it's You don't know. And that's what's very scary um, how would you know if it's a habitual situation? I don't think you would know. Um, how would you know if it is ee, a habitual situation? You wouldn't know um, unless you caught them multiple times. You know, you you would not know if it is that e you know habitual. And I'm all about people know me. I'm not into cheating. Not at all. I don't condone it. I don't excuse it. But when you're dealing with a situation that is not involving you, you need to exercise extreme caution. Some people want to be vigilantes out there. They want to be, you know what, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm so righteous. I'm so, oh my God, pretentious. (laughs) And, you know, I don't want people, they're, they're out there. And I, I 
get it. Yeah, you can see me closing my eyes right now on the live, but I get annoyed by people that are overly righteous, very pretentious. They think they're maybe all this or they're not above being human, above making faults, um, that they are so righteous that they're going to go, I'm going to go tell because this is the right thing to do. Those people need to step back. That is not, um, you know what? That's about you, not about the other person, the other couple's relationship, okay? Uh, James, you mentioned, just side note, it's not cheating if they have permission. Oh, abs- absolutely, James, I agree. Like I said, you know, if swinging, that's not cheating. If they have an open relationship or marriage, that's not cheating either, Um that's, you know, we can get into that. It's the cheating aspect is where they go outside the boundaries and rules set for the relationship, okay? So you need to do a very, you know what? Is this about me or is this about the couple and about the other individual? Um, you need to do a huge, huge gut check and you need to be assured you know what? Are you doing the best thing for them? Or is this about your own issues and, you know, how you would handle the situation? Let's face it. A lot of people have a hard time looking at other people or putting themselves in other people's shoes that they're going to do stuff that can cause a lot more damage to maybe the relationship or the situation, okay? You, you don't know. So maybe is it best not to tell? I agree again, going back to James, that you look at, I'm all about addressing that person. Maybe not in that situation. Maybe call them, text them. You know what? I saw you, da-da-da-da-da, swapping tongues <laughs> with somebody else that, gee, you know what? What's, what's going on? It's not cool. I want to make sure you're okay. And you want to make sure the situation that, you know what, what the hell am I going to do is this, again, I hate repeat myself, but I do it all the time, my apology, that, you know what, is this about you or about what's best interest for the other couple's relationship? You need to do a huge, huge gut check on that, okay? And you know what? You need to take yourself out of that situation. And, you know, you have to do what you feel is right, true. But sometimes what you feel is right could cause more damage in other people's lives, okay? Now, I'm going to stop the Facebook uh, feed, and I'm going to be back with that bit because i got to stop it because about 30-minute mark is up. And when I come back... I'm going to kick up a little bit more fun situation, and I want to know, this is going by a friend of mine, Dr. John Beter, um, is, he's done a sexual survey, the Beter, let me get that, the BSPI, the Beter Sexual Preference Indicator, um, and you can go probably find it at sexhealth.com. Dot com, sexhealth.doc.com, and it's a beater sexual preference indicator. I'm going to talk about uh, one of the first questions that was asked on the test or the assessment uh, survey. Would you want predictability or do you want unexpected in regardings to your sexual, sexual repertoire or your sexual life in a long-term relationship. And I put a twist, and I mentioned this, I messaged John back um, about my thoughts on this, and I'm going to get back into this, ooh, dynamic, and I want to hear your comments. So we're going to get into sexual predictability, if it's a good thing or not, and I'm going to be back shortly. So I'm going to kick the Facebook Live off, and we'll be back very, very soon. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast Detroit Network. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Start of Relationships Radio Show. And again, this is your host, Greg Dzinski, Detroit's Love Guru. Woohoo! Hopefully, everybody's uh, doing okay. And we are back for the second half of the show. Hopefully, everybody is able to find it. Like I said, I'm looking at different alternatives to do. Um, what do I want to say? To where I don't have to break the feed live. And um, hopefully everybody, James, welcome back. I see. Cool. You found it okay. Um, hopefully everybody is coming back. And it is a dicey situation to where um, the, the first half of the show, uh, like I said, it's a dicey aspect to where would you tell somebody if you found them um, maybe cheating on their wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, would you be able to, should you keep it to yourself? Or I think the best situation that you, you know what, maybe you address that situation that, um, you know what, Dress it to that person you busted, let's face it, and then, you know, maybe leave it 
alone there. James, I appreciate your feedback. Welcome back, Debbie. That's cool. I welcome back. I'm glad you're able to find the second feed. Um, James, you mentioned I like the live video avenue much better. It allows for more immediate comments and responses. I agree, James. I like that. Uh, I, I love the Facebook Live, and there's it's there's a situation. Hey, Cynthia, welcome back. Um, hopefully your elbow's doing okay, and you're not being mean to your husband John anymore. Um, <laughs> I laugh, joke around with Cynthia, and but I'm working there. It's called it's another aspect OSB uh, Studio, I think it's called, and you. I think there's a way I can do it. I can run it live, but that's, you know, another time for me to worry about and look at. And I need to do a couple of test runs where I don't have to break the, you know, the Facebook live feed to be able to do it um, continuous where I don't have to break it. People don't have to go anywhere and, you know, yeah. They can stay right there. Makes it a lot easier, okay? But now we are going into part two of the show. And as I mentioned right before the break, that we look at um, sexual predictability. How many people in a, we'll say, a relationship? Does it have to be long-term? Not necessarily, but we're going to go with long-term. Most people know they recognize that the best sex typically is in a long-term relationship. There's a lot more. There's trust there. There's, you know, maybe emotional safety. You know each other's bodies. You know each other, what you like, what you dislike. You learn. But I mentioned a friend of mine, Dr. John Beter, um, did his uh, Beter um, Sexual Predictability Indicator. Is that what it was? Yeah, it is. Oh, preference. Sorry. Beater Sexual Preference Indicator. And his name is B-E-I-T-E-R. And nice guy. Uh, John, he's a nice guy. So you, you can check it out. You can do the survey yourself. And he collects all this data. And what he come across, the question was, would you begin sexual activity? Would you rather A, no? What to expect? Oh my God, I can't wait till he freaking goes down on me. Woohoo. And, um, or would you rather be surprised? And there is some comfort, right? And predictability. What you know, what you, hey, Lily, uh, welcome. I haven't seen you in a while either. Cool. Welcome to the show. Um, but you get at, to where would you want to know what's coming? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, or would you want? Oh God, that's just wrong, Greg. But you look at the situation that uh, um, do you want to know? There's part of comfort in knowing, you know, routine, right? Yes, yeah, Cynthia, we know you. Surprise me, baby. You look at some people are very comfortable. They're very into, you know, wanting to know what's, he's going to kiss me here. She's going to lick me here, touch me here. There's maybe some comfort in that. And is there, even though there's predictability and maybe routine, can you still anticipate it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But what John found out in his sexual response survey to this date, that Roughly speaking, 80% want to be surprised, ooh, in sexual, hmm, repertoires, in their sexual appetites, in their sexual relationships. And Vicki, you mentioned depends on each other's definition of relationship. And if they are honest with each other about expectations in the relationship, a lot of people aren't honest about their expectations or don't communicate, um, you know, those situations. And I agree to where, um, you know, they don't communicate with each other. And it's sad that... I'm all about communicating what you like, what you don't like. And, you know, I mention this often throughout, you know, when I do the radio shows every Wednesday night, that 
what do I want to say? That so many people are afraid to hurt the other one's feelings or piss them off simply because, you know what, you're not pleasing me. You're not doing what pleases me, um, and I don't want to hurt their feelings. So they go on and, right? They go on and they don't say anything. Um, Oh, my God, we're getting a lot of feedback on Facebook Live, which is really cool. I'm getting predictability gets boring. Surprise me, baby. Predictability gets boring, almost like a rerun sitcom. That's funny. Um, But you can still laugh, right? Um, You can change it up and do different things. Woohoo! Spice it up a little bit, whatever. And one thing I mentioned to John earlier today when I messaged him back that you look at when sex gets boring. Typically, I, you, you know, go with me here. <laughs> when sex gets boring, even in routine aspect, and Vicky, Cynthia, you know, Pete, Debbie's heard this before in different shows, um, that I said when sex gets boring, the first thing I go after is the emotional connection. Because typically, you know what, you can... You know, people might be in a tra- trapeze acts, gymnasts, whatever, the sex swings, all those other aspects. But then you look at, um, is it, you're always trying to find something to do, something else to get boring, instead of center on the emotional connection and uh, relationship, okay? And I think a lot of aspects, and people get with predictability and you know, sex getting boring, I get that. But the first thing I hit on is the emotional connection. When you guys are having sex, are you able to look in each other's eyes, you know, deeply as mine are tired and bloodshot tonight, um, as I think most every Wednesday night at this time, <coughs> my voice is gone. But you look at, is the, um, you know, is it, the emotional connection that's making the sex boring, or is it something else, right? There is, you know, a lot of times it might not be about the physical aspect about sex. Yes, I get that. If he's not going down on her and she loves it, yes, I'm in the pleasing, ladies. But you look at, um, you know, if he's not willing to do something he likes, or she's unwilling to do something he loves and craves sexually, you know what? That's a different aspect. You know, your emotional connection could be great, but then your emotional connection could be killed because your sex life is whacked and not in a good way, okay? When you look at, you know, predictability, we can look at uh, one person, I won't mention a name, <coughs> Um, I can get myself off. Yeah, we all can get ourselves off, right? I'm all about that. That we look at, you know, hit on the emotional connection first. But when you look at predictability and sex life, a lot of it is, you know what? How many women out there would love to just, you know, the guy comes in, just starts kissing you passionately, right? Ooh, I had to say passionately so it pops in the mic ooh, <laughs> and you know sort of pushes you up against the wall not an abusive way not at all unless you're into that but you look at the element where you know push you up gone just freaking rips your clothes off and wants to devour you sexually you know that you do that now if you do that all the time does that get boring eh, maybe but can you mix it up can you mix up the predictability, ooh, sort of cut that a little bit between you get more the animalistic, the passion, the more, you know, maybe more sensual, the light kissing. Maybe you want to get maybe kissed light. Oh, Vicky, baby, you said you're all hot. Ooh-hoo! No. <laughs> but you look at the elements that, you know, maybe you can mix it up and mix the predictability up. And how do you read each other sexually into what mood each other is in? One mood's in, you know, one's in the mood to get their clothes ripped off. Woohoo! Spank my ass. And the other one is in the mood to be more um, loving, more, you know, sensual, more comforting, more, you know, the eye to eye 
contact, the central, the light touching aspects. You know, right here, like I mentioned, when was it, last week or a couple of weeks ago? You know, the more lighter, the more loving, the more nurturing forms of sex versus the, you know, woohoo, whips and chains, spank my ass, and, <laughs> you know, throw you up against the wall, pull my hair. Oh, shoot. You know what? Damn, nobody can pull my hair. Um, <laughs> how many guys out there want their hair pulled? I have none. So <laughs> maybe it's a make billing. Just pull my ears, right? That might work even better. So with the predictability in the sex aspects, are you able to, uh, you know what? Can you change it up in different ways? And that's, you know, where you look at predictability, that can be very, very, ooh, what's the word I'm looking for? Subjective. There we go. I had a brain fart. Sorry. That can be very subjective. And you look at the, you know, the elements involved in predictability. Do you know what predictability means? Um, do you? I'm laughing. Sorry, Vicky. Am I? I'm not wearing. Vicky, pull your nips. I know with my freaking shirt I had on. Uh, in a video did a, a week or two, a couple weeks ago, whenever that was, pull your nips, yeah. Here, grab my, you know, rip them nips big time. Cynthia, you mentioned being open to trying new things is important. This doesn't mean you have to do things you might not like all the time, but make an effort to at least, okay, to try new things. I'm all about that. Then be honest with your partner if you truly, oh, what's that say? Dang it. See more. Sorry, people. See more butts. No, you know, truly something if you're not comfortable with. And people, I'm all about, um, you know, people being honest. And if you listen to the show, watch my Facebook posts, blogs, whatever you want to call them, that... I'm all about people. I don't want you doing anything you don't want to do. I'm all about trying, right? If you try something, you like it, fantastic. Maybe you try something, you might think, oh, I'm going to hate it. I don't like it. It's this, it's sad, it's gross. Then you try and you freaking love it. And you're like, (laughs) woohoo, where was this? I should have tried this a while ago. But you look at, um, and if you do try it, you don't like it, that's okay. Your partner needs to respect those boundaries, okay, will need to keep you, ooh, you know what, need to respect each other. And if there's something they're really not into, now you look at, is it some act or is it something that is totally talking about sexual incompatibility where, you know, maybe some predictability is where she just lays there and... He does all the work, right? Most guys do. No, I'm lying. <laughs> that where um, maybe he just lays there. Maybe he's just boring, 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 boring. You know, I'm all about the routine. Can you change it up a little bit? So predictability, there can be comfort into it. Or do most people think that, let's face it, the only predictability they want in sex is that they come, they get off, they have an orgasm, or two or three or four or five. Ladies, that is so freaking unfair. Women can get off, or most women can get off multiple times. We get cheated, damn it. Anyways, (laughs) I'm going to mention, Lily mentioned, uh, good sex chemistry will keep you smiling and faithful in a relationship, especially for me. And yes, there is many ways to go about having sex, so it won't be so predictable. You have to be open-minded to, let me, oh, open-minded to experiencing new things and stop see, <laughs> stop stealing my thoughts before I can post it. Sorry, Lily, I'm, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but you, you look at this, you know, the only thing I borrowed was uh, the topics, actually, tonight I borrowed, um, the first one about would you tell if you caught somebody, a friend, relative, with somebody else that it wasn't their significant other. And also, you know, going on Dr. John Beter, B-E-I-T-E-R, um, you know, 
sex, uh, beater sexual, ooh, preferably, I screwed it up again. Sorry, John. Uh, the beater sexual preference indicator. Yeah, I know. It's been a long night. Um, we look at uh, that when predictability, what does it mean in your relationship? And it's huge because everybody is different, right? Predictable. <laughs> Most guys, right? Our sex life is totally unpredictable. I don't know when I'm getting it. <laughs> is that part of predictability? Uh, I would say no. And not always. Yeah. It's so unpredictable. I have no idea when I'm going to get it. It could be this month, next month. <laughs> you know, that's not cool. And that definitely is uh, not the unpredictability about the sex aspect that I think most people are looking for, not at all, okay? Um, so you need to sit down with your partner, you know, talk about, uh, people still, oh my God, still are afraid to talk about their sexual likes, dislikes, what their expectations are for their sexual life and as a couple it's huge, okay? You need to be able to talk about, you know what? I like changing it up. And there's a lot of women that always leave this up to the man to, you know, he's always in control. If our sex life is boring, it's all about him, okay? Um, what? Somebody throw Greg a bone. Oh, what the hell am I doing now? <laughs> Vicky, you ripping on me again? That's all right. So you look at um, the situation lately, you know, means the other partner going to have to work extra hard to get you there. Oh, if they don't get you off, yeah. Part of that, you know, that's for another show, if there's a problem reaching orgasm, whatever. Um, when you look at the situation about predictability, talk about it. Be open. And if you're afraid to be open and honest with your sexual appetite and you're not satisfied sexually, you know what? That's on you people. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say all this aspect that, um, you know what, that's on you. You have to take responsibility for your relationship, not just your sex life, but you need to take responsibility for your own sexual repertoire, your own sex life. If you are totally leaving it entirely or mostly up to your partner, that's not fair, you know, because you're not taking responsibility for one. And if your sex life is not that satisfying, oh, it's all their fault, it's all her fault, all his fault, that's not fair. You need to take ownership in that big time. Oh, Vicky, going back on throwing me a bone. You said you had no idea when you were going to get some. <laughs> well, I'm talk I was talking, well, that might be true, but you, you need to... Look at the situation to where, um, in general sense, Vicky, not just me. Um, James, you mentioned, I know, open couples because of differences in libido, whether for reasons of medical condition, age, or, age or energy, often see a man or woman suggesting their partner to find a girlfriend or pool in those situations. And, James, you're absolutely right. And that can happen. But, again, that is something that the couple needs to agree to. That is nothing that if the other person in the relationship has no clue and you're seeking sex outside the relationship to find a girlfriend or a boyfriend. It's not always just a girlfriend, James. There's a lot of women out there. Um, I mentioned this on numerous shows that just as many women cheat um, as men. And the stats out there, you know, there's like a 20% differentiation between men and women with who cheat or have affairs. They're BS. Uh, women aren't being honest. And I can tell you that, um, I can tell you from my professional experience, personal experience, that just as many women cheat. I don't ever agree with it, condone it. So... I just want to throw that out there. But going back to James' comment, if there is a medical condition, I get that. And it's, you know, just a sexual relationship. 
That needs to be decided among the couple. Nobody else, okay? Um, nobody, um, nobody else decides this. It has to be up to the couple. If you are not talking to your couple and you're doing this, seeking sex outside the relationship on your own, and the other person, your significant other, isn't clued in, that's wrong. That's cheating, okay? You need to be talking about that situation. And if that is the case, and if you agree with it, you know what? You have to be 100% okay with it. Because the one person, even with a medical condition or, you know, that's going on that says, okay, you can have a boyfriend, you can have a girlfriend just for sex, then you're running into the insecurities. What happens? Okay, it's sex, and then they fall in love with each other. It's very, very difficult, okay? Um, oh, Vicky, thank you so much. Great show, Greg. I like the Facebook live format much better. I do too, Vicky. I, I do a lot. I can see um, a big time into that, okay? Y'all have a great night. Um, so, no, Vicky, thank you very, very much uh, for joining the show. Have a good night. Um, James, those examples are just using some of the common local slang. Oh, absolutely, James. I'm not bashing whatsoever. Um, but in any case, it is one person suggesting their partner find ways to fill their needs better as opposed to traditional concepts of, you know, staying in a relationship. And I, I'm huge. I, I'm big time on that, James. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for you. Um, God, been following each other for, it's been a couple years at least now, James. Um, you have a lot of insights. Uh, very, very wise gentlemen. Um, so when it comes to sexual predictability, I want you to um, think about it. You know, what does it mean to you? What does unpredictability to? What does mean shaking up your sex life? What does that mean to you and your relationship? You know, some people might be, oh, I want to shake it up into whips and chains. And the other one's thinking, uh, we're going to do doggy style instead of missionary all the time. Um, or having sex with the light on, light on versus off all the time. We're going to have sex in the living room versus the bedroom all the time. You know, predictability means so much to everybody else. And, you know, you need to be on the same page and talk to each other openly and honestly about what, you know, predictability, unpredictability in your sex life means, okay? So you you need to generalize, not generalize, you need to be specific about what that means to each one of you. And if you have a hard time discussing sex with your partner, you know what? Bring them in my office in Detroit. <laughs> um, the Art of Relationships. Check out my website, too, by the way. The Art, A-R-T, of Relationships.org. New website is up. It's running. I love it. Um, you guys might hate it, but I love it, so it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> Check it out. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your feedback on the show as well, as always. I'm always looking for topics. I'm always looking for topics to discuss. Uh, so send me private messages. Send me a freaking note on Facebook. Um, email me, greg, G-R-E-G, at theartofrelationships.org. Um, I'm here to help people. The Art of Relationships radio show, as always, it is about you, okay? It's Another way for me to help people, that's my passion. Try to have help people find fantastic, fantastic love lives. More trusting, more emotionally connected on all levels, okay? Make sure to check out my book, Seize That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave, baby! <laughs> Everybody have a nice night. Peace out, and I will be back. Next Wednesday, I believe, 9 p.m. Thanks for listening or watching the Facebook Live show. Many props to everybody else, okay? I appreciate it. Much love, peace to everybody out there. Take care. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show.
on the podcast Detroit Network.